You know, I think uh, there are a few things that as you uh, start building your life and, and building your home, uh, you start to realize that some of the ideas you had as a kid really aren't true at all. Uh, one of them that uh, struck me as I started to have a home and a family is that I am not much of a gardener at all. Uh, I, I had kind of this romantic idea of being able to put plants in the ground and uh, let them grow out of the darkness and, and out of the depth of the soil and able to plant and bring life where, where maybe there wasn't life before. And I found I could not do that at all. And every time I tried, uh, it ended in disaster. And so any, any of the plants we have around our house uh, was done by other people and have stayed alive only by the grace of God. Now, as this gardening has become true in my life, that taking the time to nurture and to grow up out of the soil, out of the death, out of the dirt, um, it's easy for us to look as Christians and see that kind of symbolism and the way it speaks about resurrection. That our bodies will be put into that soil. They will become part of that soil and part of that dirt. And in the resurrection, those bodies will rise again. They will come up out of that depth, out of that dirt, out of that ugliness to new life. This is the hope that we have. This is the promise that we keep uh, close to our hearts as we put away our loved ones into that dirt. And as we think of our own time to go to that dirt. But on its own, that resurrection promise that we've been going over through all of Easter, it needs to find something to bring its fulfillment to us. It would be one thing for Christ if He had just risen from the dead and then disappeared. It would be one thing for Christ if He had just risen from the dead and then ascended into heaven, leaving us to go about and hope it all works out in the end. But it is our reading said to us today that He did not just rise, He did not just ascend, but as He ascended, He said, it's for your better that I do. Because as I go up, my presence through the Holy Spirit goes out to you all. Goes out to each and every one of us. So that resurrected Lord is in your life is in your heart, in your mind. That the dirt and the soil that carry around in our lives, out of that, life can actually spring. Because the Spirit has come to us. Uh, Jimmy, could you um, forward, I think, two slides? There we go. I had the... uh, I had the well, you can't see that very well at all, but uh, I had the pleasure of leading a few classes this past week at Seattle Lutheran, uh, teaching them on art and theology. And this uh, this painting is actually a painting that is called "The Descent of the Holy Spirit," and it is new. It was um, it was made in 2017. 
Now, if you look, if you look close to it, there's a lot of different things that help us see that this painting is what it is called. You see clearly the uh, fire coming down from heaven and landing on the person. And as the fire lands on the person, the, the person takes on a halo. Does anybody remember what a halo represents in art? Anybody? Holy? Yeah, that's actually a really good guess. <laughs> Holiness. But the fire doesn't just stop at the holiness that may surround the person. But the spirit and the fire actually comes down to where the person's heart is and what begins to happen. Plants growing. Be more confident in your art, guys. You can do this. (laughs) Be more confident. Yes, a plant's growing. You can see the roots are actually spreading out into the person, and as the roots grow, so does the plant itself, moving upwards. This is a perfect example of the way in which our our Lord gardens in our life. That in this Holy Spirit that has come upon us, what has been planted in your life is something that comes out of the darkness and grows in that place. Where there was once death, there is now life. Where there was no such spirit before, now there is spirit. Now there is something that comes to fruition and it comes by that Holy Spirit. In where there was at one time nothing but sin and death and ugliness, now can actually be called holy. This is what has led one of our church fathers to say that in the church people should go around bowing to each other because within each of us lies the Spirit of God making us holy. I don't expect you all to bow to one another from now on. But the truth still rings true. For us as Lutherans, we are connected very closely to reality. It certainly does not feel like our life is a garden. (laughs) It certainly doesn't feel like at times that what I have growing within me is flowers. Things do not always look like lilies on Easter Sunday. We know that as we go through our lives, we face the trials, we face the temptations, we face the many times that we fall ourselves making it nearly impossible for us to ever consider that the Spirit would dare come to us and grow within us. How many times have we jetted out on our own thinking that we would be able to plant a garden ourselves, using our own hands and our own work to till the soil, to plant the seeds and look and wait and watch and let nothing happen from that point forward. Standing there like myself in my backyard, waiting to no avail. It's so easy for us to do that. It's so easy for us to forget. It's so easy for us to take it upon ourselves. And every time we do, we wind up in the situation we came from. We try to conquer addictions on our own. And we find ourselves back at the beginning. 
We try to tame these tongues of ours, but yet we find that we still love to say those things we say. We try to control that temper that can bring darkness not just to myself, but to all of those people right around me. And on my own, I I can't do it. The darkness doesn't just hit me, but those that I love. As Christ went, He commanded us to be His people, to obey His commandments, to follow down His road. And as we look and we find that our garden has died because we have not done that. But that Spirit has come. There is no reason for us to till the soil on our own. There is no reason for us to examine our hearts without hope and thinking of just ourselves. There is no reason for us to venture hitting at those temptations, hitting at those failures of ours by ourselves. But by the Spirit of God, we can begin speaking truth. We can begin to see the way in which His roots spread from our hearts into our extremities, into our hands, into our feet, into our legs. It is not just the mind and the heart that God calls holy, but all of you. Because the work that He first began in our baptism, the work that He first began by planting the seed in your life, continues to grow to every inch of who you are. Into your love life. Into your friendships. Into your work. Into your hands. Into your feet. Into who you are. There's a famous song that comes out of Christian spirituals called Abbeville. And it goes along this line, Come, Holy Spirit, come, with energy divine, and on this poor, benighted soul, with beams of mercy shine. From the celestial hills, light, life, and joy dispense, and may I daily, may I hourly feel the quickening influence. Melt, melt these frozen hearts. This stubborn, this stubborn will subdue. Each evil passion overcome and form me all anew. Mine will the prophet be, but thine shall be praise. Mine the prophet be, but thine shall be the praise. And unto thee will I devote the remnant of my days. You see, as the Spirit comes and it plants these flowers of life in our hearts, it is not for our own betterment. It is not just something that stays within us. But rather, it flourishes and it comes out in the praise that our God so deserves. It comes out in the praise that our God so calls us to. That though what be inside of us is the roots of the Gospel that spreads through all of our bodies... What comes out of our mouth is to be the praise of our God. What comes out of the work of our hands is to be the worship of our Lord. 
What is to come out of the footsteps that lead us forward is the message of the gospel that planted the seed. Beautiful. Beautiful are the feet that carry this message. Wonderful. Wonderful are the words that bear its fruit. Powerful are the work that are created by its hands. Not on our own, but by the Spirit are such things done. Speaking of gardens is not some pillowy language, but is actually an expression of what the work of you, the church, is to be. That where we land in our lives, we begin to plant the seeds and the soil that the Spirit works to grow faith. That we are here in this city that oftentimes would not only reject a Christ, but would reject His Spirit. But wherever you go, you as a person who has this growing in your hearts, you begin to work and to plant. As weirdly as it sounds, wherever you go, may the gardens of God's Word flourish. May the plants that you plant in people's lives come to fruition. May the darkness of the soil never keep you afraid. But may you remember you are not on your own. But it is the work of the Spirit who leads your hands. Go be the church in this world. Be the element of the Spirit in your places. Without fear of failure, plant the garden. Amen? Amen. Amen.